Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How are you doing, Jay? I'm doing well. I'm caffeinated, and the weather's starting to cool down a little bit. Uh, things are good. Yeah, you guys had some rain oh thunderstorms down there. We had a lightning storm, which we don't get here in Los Angeles very often, and it was thrilling. Yeah, everybody was just raving about it. we got weather. <laughs> we got weather. <laughs> There's booms going on outside and it's not guns. <laughs> yeah, for a change. Yeah, nice. Um, so before we get into this week's special guest, which is going to be all about oh, vinyl, which so good. you definitely want to listen to. Quick shout out to Hypebot and Bands in Town. Thank you for your continued support. And of course, to our sponsors, Banzoogle.com, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from the yes. musician-friendly team seven days a week. And if you need a good reason why you need to have a website, just look at what happened in the Facebook world within this last week six and yeah. a half hours of down no facebook no instagram no whatsapp no, no ads no ads no nothing if you we say this all the time if you put all of your eggs in the social media basket and social media goes down you got no way to communicate no way to reach out if you've got your own website you're still up and running that's right so keep that in mind people mm -hmm. you got to have a website um Banzoogle put together a great offer for Music Biz Weekly Podcast listeners. Head over to banzoogle.com. Try it for free for 30 days. And when you register, use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. And, of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musicians. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, and T-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. I just had a client order a couple hundred credit card usb drives for a box set that they're really nice um so head over to discmakers.com place an order for a hundred or more cds and when you check out use the promo code freebiz it's all one word again and you will save up to 150 dollars in shipping costs so 
Speaking of physical media, Jay. Oh my gosh. We have a great guest today, Michael. You know, coming from Tokyo, Japan at 2:30 in the morning, his time, Taishi Fukuyama, uh, who is the co-founder and chief marketing officer of a company called Crates, Q-R-A-T-E-S, Crates. And you got to stay tuned to the end on this one. Lots of great information about vinyl. Yeah. If you've got any questions or thought about pressing your own vinyl, but concerned about how to do it, how to afford it. Yep. This is the episode that gives you the answers you're going to want. So we'll see you at the end. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Today we're joined by Taishi Fukuyama from uh, Crates, Q-R-A-T-E-S, Crates. He's the co-founder and chief marketing officer. Crates is a vinyl crowdfunding platform and an end-to-end solution for artists that need short-run and on-demand vinyl. Pretty uh, topical. Uh, Everybody's talking about vinyl today. Uh, Taishi, thank you so much for joining us. Really excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Coming to us live at, uh, well, won't be live, but from Tokyo, Japan at 2.30 in the morning. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you staying I, I, up. I, I wouldn't even get up at 2.30 in the morning <laughs> to record a show. <laughs> well, we, we really appreciate it. So tell us, you know, for people who don't know, uh, tell us about Crates. What's it all about? How did you get started? Yes. Uh, so Crates, we launched... Uh, back in 2015, our goal was uh, to create a service uh, that would uh, help independent musicians put their music out on vinyl records. And if you know uh, the struggle and the pains of what it takes to put your music on vinyl, I'll try to keep it short and simple. But basically, uh, you'd have to put up a pretty sizable uh, investment up front to buy a minimum run of maybe three or 500, sometimes a thousand records if it's really bad. But then uh, then you'd have to figure out where to store them, how you're gonna sell them, uh, how you're gonna ship them, who's doing customer service, who's doing pick and ship and all these things. So we've kind of consolidated all that uh, into a one-stop process. You come onto Crates, you put your music up and then you set up a storefront and then you can start collecting orders and that and those orders will essentially pay for the vinyl uh, manufacturing. So it's like a crowdfunding process. Sure. And we start as little as a hundred units. So once you hit your minimum goal, we'll press the records, send the records out to all your fans. Uh, even we, can, we have an opportunity for you to sell your records directly to our wholesale distribution accounts as well. Uh, now uh, we're working with over 6,000 independent artists. We've also worked with uh, labels over at Warner uh, and have a growing community of now over 140,000 music fans and vinyl collectors around the world that are buying directly from the artists on the platform. That is fantastic, especially the part about kind of making the product to order. So you're not putting a lot of revenue up front. If you get a thousand uh, unit you know, kind of pre-order as it were, then you've got that revenue up front and that you can use that to press. Um, Tell me about how you're based in Tokyo. Do you press everything in Tokyo and then ship uh, from Tokyo? No, actually we, um, so we work with a network of uh, trusted plants. 
uh, and uh, some of them are in Europe, uh, some of them are in Canada. And basically what allows us to uh, press at a very competitive price point and also deliver uh, currently in about 12 to 14 weeks, which is a lot faster than I think if you know what the current turnaround times are these days. Uh, like 22 we, weeks in a lot of places. That's right, yeah. Um, so we're pre-acquiring uh, capacity with our plants because we have uh, the collective ordering power from our artist community. And Got we it. pass on those benefits, whether it be pricing or turnaround times to our community. So they have the advantage of, again, you know, being able to press as low as 100 units, getting competitive pricing, and also all the hassle-free kind of direct-to-consumer shipping as well. So I mean, let, let me, yeah. go. I was going to say, let me ask you a little bit more about the crowdfunding aspect of this, because I think a lot mm -hmm. of musicians um, might have a bit of a bad taste about crowdfunding because of what Pledge Music left right. on the marketplace. Uh, Jay and mm -hmm. I are big fans of crowdfunding. We Absolutely. think it, it's, it's an incredible tool and, you know, Pledge Music was unfortunately, a, a, you know, an anomaly that wasn't run right. Um, so when you start a project with you, and if the minimum order is 100, if for whatever reason you only get to 75 orders, what happens? Is all the money refunded to the fans? Is the product taken down? How does that work? There are um, two options. One, uh, if it reaches the end date at 75 orders, uh, the project would basically uh, finish uncompleted. Nobody gets their card charged and the project kind of um, just ends basically. Yeah. What we see typically what happens is that the artist uh, would actually come in and buy the remaining $25 at cost and then just leave them in our warehouse because it's free. We offer free warehousing and then just wow. continue to sell those remaining 25 records to their future fans. And then, so I, 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 I like the fact that you're not charging the fans until this is successful. So the fans aren't going to be out That's any correct. money. Yeah, That's an important point. Um, That's right. and, and the next question is, so if the, you know, if your minimum was a hundred and I'm asking from a production standpoint, because, you know, if you're doing your own t-shirts or anything, you don't necessarily go in and say, well, I want 102 t-shirts. You <laughs> order them in hundred, 150, 200, you know, in, in lots. So mm -hmm. are you are you guys set up in such a way that if 103 vinyl copies are ordered, you only do 103 or do you have to then do 150 and there's 47 of them that you've got to figure out what to do with? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I, we absolutely can press to order. And actually, I'd like to think we offer even more than that because what tends to happen with vinyl is that you know, a small percentage of them will arrive, you know, with a creased corner broken or, or whatever, or, yep. or it's yep. broken, warped, right? So we've figured out how many, how much more to press as overage within our business model. So we even have the ability to, when we're doing customer service, 
that if a fang receives a faulty record that we can work with the customer directly Smart. without you know the art the artists having to intervene in any way to swap up those records as well so yes we press to order and have overages to to do you know the customer service as well that's great do you do 45s ep album picture disc what 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 kind of configurations do you do yeah so um we we like to think we do all of them so 7 10 12 <laughs> inch the single double vinyls heavy standard weights uh single colored single like the clear opaque types as well sure splatters two color splatters a side b size yeah the whole uh yeah yeah and we've built um, a tool inside Crace that we call the Vinyl Studio. And basically it's, you know, sometimes when you go into a vinyl uh, like pressing broker or a plant website, you're looking at like a grid of just numbers and specs. Um, right. And it's kind of um, an archaic process, I would I've say. It. So, um, so we've built a tool where you click and you can see a visual representation of the record look like, and then with the colors and the splatter, um, and it's like a, a digital simulation of what the record will look like. You can even upload your artwork in there to really get a sense of what the product will look like. I'd love to do a screen share um, to show you guys. I know this is an audio. Um, well, no, this is video as well, but you know, if right. I, I'm, I, I'm, you know, if you wanted to screen share, fine. We just you have to explain it because there is an audio component yep. to the show. Yeah. Do you mind if I do a quick screen share? No, I think no, no. Go, go right ahead. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. There we go. And remember to narrate for those who are listening. Yes. All righty. So again, uh, we built a tool that we call the Vinyl Studio. It's accessible to anyone that comes to crates. Just press the button on the top right that says pick a record, and this is where you land. So what we're looking at right now is uh, the first page on the Vinyl Studio. Uh, you have a big picture of a record and then a bunch of uh, specification options to the right. So what, we're, what we've selected as a default option here is a 12-inch record, a quantity of, a, of 100, 33 with a single uh, vinyl. On the left here, uh, we can spin this around in a kind of a 3D environment and get different angles and views of the record. Nice. Right below the 3D simulator uh, is a uh, two things. We have a per unit copy uh, price breakdown for the production mm -hmm. production costs. And next to that is a profit simulator as well. So what I'll start to do here, going back into the specs here, I'll start to, let's say, bump the quantity up to 200, 300. And as I do that, you'll notice that uh, you're always looking at the, the right per unit copy costs. And also uh, because the, the per unit copy uh, goes down, as your you profit goes the volume, up, yeah, profit goes up exactly. But 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 the other thing is like if once you start doing kind of exotic things like splatter and color, that the per unit cost does start to come up as well. So I'll start to click into color options. Taishi, let me let me yeah. interrupt you just really quickly. Um, yeah, for those that are new to this, do you have templates for them that they could like 
prepare in advance that would have the label of the vinyl and would have the spine and the you know the front and back and maybe they wanted to pay extra and have a gatefold and things like that do you have templates available for your customers absolutely yeah um and just to get started on the vinyl studio um because this is just a, a simulation basically mm -hmm. all you need is like your spot your spotify cover art and uh, front sleeve, back sleeve, you know, again, spine, the the label, A side, B side stuff here as well. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, you know, just see what color combination that you'd like to go with. And and uh, it's a handy tool. To That's also, really cool. Um, this kind of get a sense yeah, of what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because if it's just text, you, yeah. you can't really fully appreciate it. If you just say splatter in ivory and purple what does that mean but if you do this you can look at it and go nah that's not what i want you can try another combination i think it's really great and what's also exciting is when we see artists download uh this picture put it up on their socials and get their fans engaged and be like hey what do you guys think of this oh that's a great idea yeah 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 so we're seeing a lot of like artists use it as like um drumming up interest marketing collateral um, and just like an engagement tool as well. Some people actually go pretty crazy and actually record entire um, gifs of this, <laughs> of this, um, to to make it a really special thing. It's um, yeah, it's musicians are creative, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So moving on, you know, we, we we're, what we've done is selected the quantity, the size, and the speed of the record. Yeah. Uh, and then we've selected the color. I'll just move it back to black just for uh demo purposes and then we select the packaging so the standard uh non-gatefold jacket sleeve we have uh gatefold options the disco bags that kind of the, the white dust uh dust sleeves pvc sleeves as well are you able are you Spy able option. to mm -hmm. print on the 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 disco bag can you customize that or uh, is that just going to be black or white these will be black black or white uh, okay. and depending on um some of the plants that we do work with they do offer a color options but um the default option is uh, yeah black or white uh and the sleeve itself the outer sleeve jacket it can be matte lamination gloss um reverse print which is more of a cardboardy feel and Ooh, then obi things strip. like obi strip that's Ooh, very I like cool. that i like that um and obviously very popular among uh, the, like the highly collectible, a little yeah. bit of a Japanese yeah. look, I would like to say. Um, yes, definitely. And oh, got a lot of them. And then the, yep, shrink wrap or over bag options as well. And then lastly, over here in the extra section, uh, order test presses or audio mastering, put in the download card, uh, insert sheets. This could be for lighter notes or lyrics, additional artwork and such. Can insert stickers as well and do nice. hand or machine numbering so wow it's that all really you know, cool drop down menu and how about how about hype everything. stickers mm -hmm. do you do hype stickers on the outside of the package we can yes we can it's um uh just send us whatever you need or you know you can order stickers with us and yeah uh, we've done that as well uh wow. so now that we've got, selected all the specs in the vinyl studio uh, the next step would be to um, just decide how you want to work with crates. So again, you have the crowdfunding option, the non-crowdfunding option, if you do want to pay for manufacturing up front, 
or um, just order a pure vinyl pressing uh, with us. Nice. Yeah. Um, so again, talking about the crowdfunding option here for a $25 record, if you were selling 300 of these, um, you'd come home with about $3,700 in revenue. Well, that's, you know, that's, if it was like $26, put it at a nice probably of $4,000 around there. For yeah. $26 record, selling 300 of these on crates, you go home about $4,000 in revenue. Right. And clearly, awesome. if you wanted to do just the bare minimum, black vinyl, everything simple, you're going to get a little bit more profit than you would if you're going to do the splatter with a you know, a really nice sleeve and, and all of that. But I like that you have uh, all of the options. And I, where you live, you've got over 80 tower record stores. And so clearly physical product um, has always been uh, important to the Japanese market. Um, are you finding that vinyl in, in Japan and, and in other markets is still growing? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I think um, in Japan, you know, CDs have even, you know, survived to an extent compared to uh, overseas and vinyl will um, only, you know, continue to pick up uh, as the rest of the world did. Um, yeah. And I say this like, as if this is happening like overnight or during COVID, but you know, this has actually been a steady trend for like over a decade now. So you know, as we were looking at, you know, what kind of a business to launch in 2015, you know, myself, my co-founders and I, we're all, we all have different backgrounds um, in music or tech. I myself uh, was a songwriter, music producer in Japan. Um, and, you know, we wanted to do something that would have a positive impact for like the artists, but also, you know, work on a, on a, product or work with a recorded you know music format that isn't going to die right yeah. so so like you know it was either streaming or vinyl really and yeah. um i guess it wouldn't really make sense to to start a a startup um <laughs> trying to streaming platform with spotify yeah. and yeah yeah and well, um, what, yeah, we yeah. just love, love vinyl. So here we are. Well, what I like about it is you've really leveled the playing field because if I'm a developing artist, a DIY artist, now I can do things and I can create vinyl for my live shows at the merch table and basically have it funded by my fans. Yeah, that's right. You know, and because we offer our warehousing for free, uh, if you are selling the records through crates, that's exactly what we're seeing um, artists now starting to do again, um, you know, because touring got shut down for a while, obviously. So you you crowdfund, you know, whatever units you can. I mean, you maybe want to self-purchase, you know, a handful to put, into, put in our storage. And then you go into your dashboard and say, well, send me 20 copies to my next gig location. And boom, you know, you don't have to lug it around either. So yeah. um, you can you can use our storage kind of like a, a locker for your yeah. records as well. Yeah. What are some of the trends that you're seeing? Do people want the higher quality 180 gram versus 140? Are people um, looking for a lot of different variants on the same release? What are some of the trends in vinyl that you've been seeing, Taishi? 
So um, I think we had a lot of discussions about like, is it the standard weight or the heavyweight um, that is uh, defining quality, right? But I think more and more, a lot of our releases are, you know, looking more exotic, meaning like the splatters are certainly very popular. The colored vinyls are very popular. And um, there are a handful of artists that have, you know, the following to be able to do like split color variants uh, at the same time as like a, a major artist, uh, major label artist would. But for an independent artist, um, you know, even if, if you're not releasing five color variants at a time, what you can do on crates, and this is actually what's, what, and I don't say this hypothetically, this is actually happening. We see artists that are doing, they drop the first pressing in yellow. When that runs out, the next one's in green and then orange. Gotcha. And then like all of the pressings are, you know, like, like hyper collectible. Yeah. And um, it seems like it's like a new release every time because like people are just waiting like, oh, I, I need to have every color of this or like, you know, oh, here's... Uh. They're, they're figuring out, okay, I'm buying the magenta version now. And then like, wait, there was a yellow version one. And then I need to complete my collection. One. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, I do see a lot of stories out there how, you know, um, some of that is going overboard in a way. And that's, yeah. it's kind of unhealthy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we don't like... Um, tell artists to do that or anything but i think it's just artists know like the best way how to engage their community yeah. you know, whether it is going through like different co collectible color variants or sticking to the black vinyl with you know the heavy uh yeah. 180 gram whatever it may be ob strip is a nice you know um touch yeah numbering it is like it's it really depends on the artist i think yeah you know as 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 a fan i feel like you're removing the collectability factor when you immediately release 12 different variants at the same time you know the music right. is the same the cover is the same the only thing that's different is the color of the vinyl and mm. as a fan I'm not buying 12 of them. I'll buy one. And, and as you said, right. if maybe in three months you release another version of it because the first one sold out, I might come back to that. But when you release, I mean, God, I can't remember the artist that in the last three to six months, they had like 27 variants of the same album. Yep. I was just like, okay, we've jumped the shark, basically. Yeah. That's, that can get overkill real quick. That, that's very much overkill. That's very much a money grab. That's mm -hmm. you're you're not you're not interested in true collectability. You're trying to manufacture collectability. When I think we all know, at the end of the day, they probably didn't sell out all twenty-seven variants. Mm -hmm. It's just way too many. I mean, so yeah. I mean, I think another part of this is that when you're working with wholesale and retail, like having an exclusive color for urban outfitters or, you know, yeah. like the retailers want. Uh, yeah, they want their own. Right. Target wants theirs. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. 
So there's yeah. a part of that as well. You know what um, I so really like is angles. when people get creative with it. For example, I got the Queen studio album box set and every every album is on a different color uh, vinyl. And where the timing didn't quite work out and they have like a blank side, it's like laser etched, you know, with the Queen logo and it comes with a coffee table book and, and things like that. Are you seeing people get a little bit more creative when it comes to packaging vinyl? Um, yes and no. The, the yes was pre-COVID, I think. And then when the craziness started to really peak, yeah, people, I think, you know, um, it's like, how can I get vinyl, period, is kind of where it's at today. Like, yeah, rather than like, you know, really going crazy with packaging and like adding like another book in there um i feel like a little uh, some of that has dialed down because like the priority is like how do i actually get my regular press is is the first and foremost challenge i think right now yeah yeah and and finding that capacity i like that you've kind of uh, reserved capacity at these plants and i think that's how you win because there's very few places right now where you can turn vinyl around that quickly. And especially in lower runs, because they tend to not be a priority with these pressing plants who can make a lot more money, you know, doing these larger runs. So um, that was, I think, key to, uh, to your success is those two things. You, do you agree? Uh Yes, in hindsight right now, especially with the rest of the world just kind of going bonkers with capacity, um, us still being able to deliver, you know, during like that window about 12, 12 14 weeks or so um, has really set us apart, I think. Uh, and I won't drop names here, but, you know, we're finding bigger labels um, just asking to tap into our capacity to press yeah. and like um and as you know we're, we're trying to find a balance there where you know we're, we definitely want to grow the, the business right um but if we just say yeah go ahead give us all the business that you can throw at us that's just gonna you know vaporize our capacity yeah there's and no capacity our to create kind of it. reason yeah, you know, it's not like you can just spin up servers in the cloud and just be like, you know, boom, I have more press pressing plants. Right, you know, these things right. are really limited. So we're finding a balance of like we want to we want to, you know, service the independent community. You know, that's how we've been operating since day I like one. That. Yeah. Um, and and it's exciting to see, you know, some of the artists on our platform are able to press, you know. A thousand, two thousand records every release now consistently. We're finding bands like Volstek, you know, like they're mm -hmm. pressing eight, nine thousand copies in the release. And like it's, um, and they've done over, I think like they, they've done now 20 releases on crates. So it's really in, empowering for us, you know, to see uh, artists come back to crates time and time again for their records. Yeah. When I, do you think that I'm sorry, Michael, when, when do you think the 12 to 14 weeks is going to start to change and get closer to 10 and, you know, maybe eight at some point? What, what do you what's your sense going forward? When is that 
going to change? So, you know, I'm not going to pinpoint a date on this because this is going, this is definitely going to slide, I think, but sure. Um, but I think the, the larger plants of the world, at least um, the ones that we're in touch with, we've known this issue for a while uh, and this is going to happen. It's inevitable. Um, and it, and, and the smart plants have been in, investing in new infrastructure to meet this kind of increasing demand. And I think we can uh, optimistically think that infrastructure will come online early next year. Yeah. So, yeah. So the fever pitch kind of, you know, I can't get vinyl anywhere. I hope is at the peak right now. Yeah. And then it'll start to slowly kind of calm down to a, a, a better place. Um, yeah. Early yeah. Next year. No, that's fair. So, so tell us um, as, as we kind of wind down here, where can people learn more about crates? Where can people reach out to you? Uh, where should they go? Sure. Well, uh, first of all, websites, crates.com, Q-R-A-T-E-S.com. Um, and uh, to reach out to me, I'm on Twitter. Taishi Vinyl is my handle or crates underscore com. Um, you, you can just ping us there. And um, we have a whole team, uh, not just on like marketing and sales, but we have a whole team of uh, vinyl production specialists. And if you're curious about the process of how records are made or like the business model of it, which I didn't get into too much, but um, just to quickly touch on that. Sure. You know, um, after, after manufacturing costs, you get 85% of the revenue. Um, so in the vinyl studio, we were looking at if you were selling a record for $26, 300 units of that would give you $4,000 of revenue. Um, that's like a million streams on Spotify. If I were even being very generous to say that they're paying out 0.4 uh, cent per stream, which is probably more like 0.3. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, yeah, but we're always, you know, doing demos online for, you know, one-to-one -one demos as well. You can reach out to us with any question um, and we'll get back to you. Uh, yeah, I've got one final question before we, we wrap here and it's real quick. Do you foresee your business growing in that what you've done for vinyl? Are you looking at maybe doing the same for cassettes, eight tracks, other collectible formats that are out there? Uh, yes, we certainly are. Yeah. And, uh, which ones I don't, I can't announce just yet, but we have been kind of in the background, uh, looking at, uh, other formats. All right. Well, it'll be exciting to watch. Please, uh, keep in touch and let us, us know how keep it goes. Us informed. I love, I love what you've created here. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's, it's really exciting to talk about it with you guys. Taishi, thank you so much for joining us in the middle of the night. Uh, much appreciated. Continued success to you. And uh, let's talk again.
Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value. That system they set up there was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's drop dead simple. Yeah. How to create your own vinyl albums. DIY, baby. Really? I mean, and, you know, the fact that you can crowdfund this and press it or just pay them up front to press and, you know, have them warehouse it for free. I mean, that, that may not sound sexy, people, but free warehousing, that's yeah not not something that's common out there no and i like the the crowdfunding aspect of it where you're not charging anybody's credit card you're taking the orders in you know we talked about you know uh, pledge music and some of the issues there well this kind of takes the best of pledge music without the risk and if you can crowdfund a uh, hundred units you don't have to put anything out of your own pocket it's yeah. pretty cool. It's it's really cool. This is really cool. I I need to I need to look into this more for for the right clients. Because, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, vinyl is something everybody wants to do, but you know they're always like, oh my god, I can't afford to outlay a thousand, couple thousand dollars up front, right? And, and wait twenty two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Wait three three months to get it in so I can start selling it and recouping my money. Um, this isn't a, a, a great option. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so can't wait to try them out. I, I want to, I want to find a project to try out with Me them too. for sure. For sure. Um, all right. Quick shout out before we wrap up to Hypebot and Bands in Town. Thanks, Thank you so much for all your support. And of course, to bandzoogle.com and discmakers.com. Thank you for your ongoing sponsorships. If you've got a product or a service you want to put in front of our audience here, reach out to either Jay or myself, and we'll be happy to talk to you about a sponsorship. Um, If you are watching us on YouTube, subscribe, please follow us on Spotify. You know what? We are also now on Facebook. Yes, we are. (laughs) Thanks to you. You know, Facebook podcasts. Yeah. What, what, what can't you do on Facebook these days? I think about the only thing you can't do is actually cook dinner. (laughs) it won't be long but yes now if you go to the music biz weekly podcast facebook page there's a facebook tab on there facebook has now become a podcast aggregator destination i don't know what you want to call it but you can now you know obviously we've been posting the videos to facebook but now the audio streams just like if you were in itunes or spotify or anywhere else so now you can listen to us yeah on i think that's well. smart i've always said you go to where the party is exactly right? and there's exactly. a party over there and we should be there and that's great sometimes the party's a bit of a mess but <laughs> like a couple of people there and they run out of chips but exactly. <laughs> it's still a party um but uh that's it give us a follow give us a like we appreciate all of it and we'll see everybody next week